something that makes them go, yes, I want this. Even though they've clicked through and they've already kind of said one yes, this needs to be that reconfirm of hell yeah, give me that thing. This is the Doing It Online podcast with your host, serial entrepreneur, six and seven figure funnel strategist and super nerd, Kate McKibben where every week we're here talking nerdy and sharing the things that actually work to help you do what you do online, but better, easier, and with a ton more profit too. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome to episode number 72 of the Doing It Online podcast. Today, we're talking about how you can double your opt-ins with our simple for lead magnet formula. I am Kate, your host from hellofunnels.co, and let's dive straight on in. We are here to bring the value, so I hope you got a pen, I hope you got some paper, and yeah, let's get started. Now, one of the things that I would actually consider as one of our superpowers here at HelloFunnels is that we are really, really freaking good creating high converting lead magnet pages and not just us, but we're really good at helping our clients to do it as well. And it's one of those things that can make such a big impact. If you can take your lead magnet page from converting at 10, 15%, converting at 30, 40, 50%, just imagine how many more people you're getting to come onto your list and into your funnels or into your launches and how much cheaper they're going to be because it's, you know, same cost per click of people to come through if you're doing paid ads or even if it's organic. It just can really be one of those levers that when you pull it, it can really start to magnify things without a whole lot of effort and without spending extra money. It's really about that working smarter, not harder, which is, you know, what we're all about. Now, benchmarks wise, and again, I'm, I'm all about a benchmark. Industry standard is probably like they, people would consider a quote good opt-in page or lead magnet page to be something that converts at around about 25% or above. We prefer 35%, like that's the benchmark we set for everyone we work with. And for our own personal pages, our personal benchmark is actually 45% or above because obviously the higher you can get it, the better. And we normally, using this formula I'm about to go with you, we normally, you know, pretty much first go get it to that, you know, 40, 45% and above mark. How do we do it? What is this formula? I'm going to take you through it now. So first of all, and this is really important, your page has to load quickly and it has to look great on mobile. Because remember, most people these days, particularly if they've come through from seeing something on social media or maybe they've seen an ad, they're probably going to be looking on their mobile phone. So it needs to look great and be easy to use and function really well on a mobile phone. Not, it can't be like a watered down, crappier version on the mobile. Like it almost needs to be the best version on the mobile. And then, you know, the PC desktop version is as long as it's as good, that's great. I mean, if you don't believe me, go look at your Google Analytics at the number of people, particularly your opt-in pages, like what percentage of people are using what kind of device. I think you'll be really shocked. The obviously goal there is that it looks as good as possible, which means you need a really good page builder. And this is one of the reasons we love Show It. It just gives you so much freedom and so much control over what that mobile page looks like rather than it just being like kind of automatically resized and reordered and just you kind of hope that it looks okay, which is what some of them do. Like other ones like ClickFunnels, things like that. You just don't have the granular control that you need. So you kind of get it to a like, eh, that'll do. But I don't think that that'll do is actually enough these days. I think you want to make sure that you really can set, you know, create that page to look amazing on mobile. And then of course, the the page load times. That's another reason we love Show It. And this episode isn't an ad for Show It, by the way. It's just they do happen to solve both of these issues really well. 
So you want to make sure that with your page, once it's done, you run a page speed test. There's a bunch of different ways to do that. You can get Google Chrome plugin. You can go Google page speed test and it'll come up with some sites you can put your URL into. But you really want to aim here for under three seconds, preferably under two. Like three, two to three is kind of great, but anything over three, you're going to have people going, oh, too long. Like people's attention spans these days are so freaking short. You make them wait, you lose them. All right. The second thing. So that's like, that's just sense check, right? That's just like uh, on any page really, but particularly opt-in pages, particularly when you're trying to get people to take action and really need to make sure that those things are dialed right in. So the second thing, and again, this kind of goes against what I know a lot of other people teach, but we are really big fans of keeping particularly opt-in pages really, really simple. Like you see some templates out there for an opt-in page and they're, they're almost like a sales page. Like there's so much stuff on there. There's an introduction to you. There's like, here's everything you'll find inside. And it's almost like you're trying too hard. You shouldn't actually have to try too hard on an opt-in page. An opt-in page, if you think about it, People don't normally just stumble across them. They've normally seen, maybe you've talked about it on social media or they've seen an ad or, you know, there's a a link to get this thing at the end of a podcast. They're normally clicking through because they're interested. They're landing on that page, super warm, super ready to go. Like the job of that page is just to reconfirm they're in the right place, give them a button to press and get out of their way. But the problem is when people start doing these big, crazy, complicated pages, that people go, they start to scroll. And then, and then you actually, rather than having all this extra stuff actually working for you, I find usually it works against you. Like what you're actually doing is giving yourself the opportunity to talk them out of it. Like if you have a few bullet points of things that are inside it and they read it and they go, that sounds good. That sounds good. Oh, I don't really need that. Don't really need that. Oh, maybe I don't need it. You've lost them. Like don't talk them out of it. Let them land, make it as easy and straightforward and clear for what they have to do next, put their details in and get that free thing and just get out of their freaking way. Now, so usually what we recommend people do is to start with a really, really simple opt-in page. Start there, see how that converts. And if you're still not hitting benchmarks and you know, you've tested some of the other things we're going to talk about, like if you want to try adding in a few extra panels that you feel really strongly will help to increase the conversions. Do that and then compare and say, did that help or did that hinder? Did that make them worse? Quite often people find they actually make them worse. So why make life harder? Why go to this extra effort of having to write extra copy, design extra stuff on your page when you can actually just do the simplest and easiest page and usually it converts the best. All right, so tip number three is what I call the headline trifecta. This is where you need to make sure because the headline, if, if you stuff that up, like that is sort of like as long as a page loads quickly and it all looks pretty fairly neat and tidy and not you haven't got some crazy like bright green on bright pink and all script fonts and it's hard to read like as long as people can read it and it's you know it's all nice and clear the thing that will probably make the biggest difference to whether people do or don't opt in is your headline is that it needs to be something that is enticing something that makes them go yes I want this even though they've clicked through and they've already kind of said one yes this needs to be that reconfirm of hell yeah give me that thing So it needs to hit three points. It needs to say who this thing is for. So they can say, oh yes, it's for me. Like they need to know that it's relevant for them, what it is that they're getting. So don't be super vague here. Don't call it like bundle or a guide or like you need to, if you're using some of these more broad words, you need to make sure that it's, it's kind of clear in other ways, what it is. And why it is valuable. So you need to talk about the outcome, either talk about what it is 
that is going to help them to do better or what it is it's going to, what painful thing that's going to help them to get away from and help them to stop doing or help them to remove from their lives or their businesses or whatever it is. So it needs to cover those three things. And the, the real trick to it, and this is where particularly if people, if copy is not your jam, it can be super useful to get someone who is you know, great at copy to either advise you or to review things for like, this is why our copy call on our in e-course empire is one of the most popular calls. Keely is, you know, she's always fully booked because not everyone, you know, copywriting is something that some people can do really well. And, and some people just don't naturally fall under that. And that's, that's totally fine. It's definitely one of those areas I would try if it's not your zone of genius, outsource or get some help with. Because you have to hit all those points and you have to do it in a way that makes gets people excited and gets them wanting more. And you don't have many words to do it in. A lot of people's way of ticking all these boxes is to have this really long-winded rambling headline and no one's going to read it. As soon as you give people a block of text, it's they, just, they skim, they're gone, you've lost them. So it needs to be short, sharp and punchy as well. So that's the bit that I think takes a little bit of practice, takes a little bit of extra ninja skill to really nail. And when you do, that's when you start getting those conversion rates of like 30, 40, 50 and above. Part four of our formula is to productize whatever it is that you're offering. So usually if it's a a lead gen freebie, opt-in bribe, whatever you want to call it, lead magnet, these are something that is not tangible. It's something that is online that they're going to go maybe watch a video or download a PDF or whatever. You still need to show them what it is, to give them that sense of this is a real thing. I'll put my details in here and I'll get a thing. It just kind of helps to get add a bit of weight to it, add a bit more value to it when they can see it. So just as simple as taking some screenshots if it is if it is a PDF and displaying them nicely. You can do that in Canva with a nice drop shadow. So super easy now. Or popping them onto a blank iPad or something like that. Just make them go, this is real. This feels tangible. And I want that thing. All right. Lucky last number five, part of our formula is you need a big, and mind my French, maybe hit pause. You've got kids in the car, but you need a big fuck off button above the fold. Okay. By above the fold, I mean, it's on the screen that people land on. They don't have to scroll down to see it. And it needs to be big. It needs to be a contrasting color, not like a hurt your eyes contrasting color, but just one that stands out from the, you know, usually we recommend when people do designs that most of the colors you use are pretty muted. We have a lot of white space, black text, some more muted colors as maybe your sort of like borders and things. But then for buttons, the key headlines, key calls to action, you want to have one contrasting color that you use that stands out that says, hey, look at this. This is something you need to pay attention to. So it needs to be big, it needs to be clear. And the wording on that button is really important as well. It needs to be really action-faced, like, you know, like, yes, jump in now, or yeah, give it to me, or, you know, rather than just, you know, opt in for this free thing. Like, just, you know, make it seem more exciting and more friendly as well. So now I have two extra bonus tips for you guys if you do have another couple of minutes. So bonus tip number one is adding some social proof. So that's pretty much the only other thing. So I would say to add to this page. So it's literally people going to land, there's a really great headline and, you know, maybe you'll have a little subheading below, just give a bit more detail, big fuck off button, an image of what it is. So that productized image, that whole page is clean. It's easy to read. It's loading really quickly. Like that's kind of like tick, tick, tick. Now, if you want to add one more thing, and particularly if you're still kind of growing your brand and growing your sort of brand presence in the market, you may want to add some social proof. 
whether that is just one or two killer testimonials at the bottom, like underneath all of that, or and or if you have some of those nice little logos of, hey, I've been featured on this podcast or I've been featured in this publication, just popping those little things in. They don't take up a lot of space, but they are just that visual, again, little checkpoint for the person laying the page going, okay, this person can be trusted. This, you know, it's, I feel better and safer about giving them my details. And lucky last bonus tip, and this is something that no one seems to know, <laughs> no, one's, well, no one seems to do anyway, particularly with their first couple of opt-ins, it seems to be just something that you, know, you just don't think about. But I need you to go, if you have an opt-in right now, I need you to go and look at it and remove any other links or buttons beyond the one call to action you're wanting them to take. Do not have your website navigation at the top. Do not have share links. Like you can have share links on the thank you page, but don't have share links on the page they haven't even got there yet. Like don't put things in their way. Don't have things that distract them and take them away. Now, obviously, if you like, again, I'd recommend you have a really minimal footer as well. Like, yes, you may still need to have things like privacy links and those kind of sort of, you know, legal and regulatory links at the bottom, but no one's clicking on those. They're not sexy. They're not exciting. Have them right down the bottom, but don't have things like, hey, here's my Instagram account and my latest Instagram images, like try and turn all of that stuff off. You literally want, here's the details, here's the button, and there's nothing else getting in your way. If you follow all of those steps, I would almost guarantee that this is going to increase your conversions. And if it does, we would love, love, love to hear it. But remember, as with everything on the internet, it's obviously all about testing, figuring out what works for you and what doesn't. But this is, you know, this is the formula we take our clients through that has had people go from like 10% to like 40, 50% conversion rates without changing even what the opt-in offer was. It was just changing the page, changing these really key pieces. So I hope this has been super useful. If it has, make sure you share it, make sure you let us know your biggest aha moment over on Instagram at HelloFunnels. We can't wait to read it. And then make sure you come back next week for another episode of Doing It Online. Until then, guys, I hope you have an amazing week. Keep doing what you do and I'll see you all online. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Doing It Online podcast. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And if you're ready to take your online course sales to the next level with your own six or seven figure funnel, let Kate show you exactly how today at stealmyfunnel.com.